Thank you all for joining us for our first ever installation of Mixed Messages with Jeff Bogue. My name is Joe Caruso, and I'm going to be your host for today's episode. And now thank you in particular for jumping into our very first one. And you might be thinking, what did I just stumble into? (laughs) What is this going to be? And uh, we've had some things that we've been talking about as an executive leadership here as a church and thinking back to some things that were happening even uh, a few years ago. And we've had a lot of conversations. There's just a lot going on. A lot going on. That's an understatement. (laughs) It's the understatement of the It seems like every corner we turn, someone's asking a question about how do I navigate this? What should I be thinking about this? How do I do this appropriately? And if there's one thing we know, Jesus probably has something to say about that. And uh, so, Jeff, if we're going to start doing this new thing, right? So you're joining us for the first one. Uh, This isn't just a one-time thing. We're going to start something new, Mixed Messages with Jeff Bogue. What are we doing? Why are we doing this, Jeff? What's going on? You know, it's it's really a response to some of the needs you talked about. Our our uh, our lives are in turmoil, and and a lot of it's COVID. A lot of it's the economy. A lot of it's the 2020 stuff, and then it's just kind of the way life is, right? So if we weren't talking about COVID at the front of the the kind of the front of our list or the economy at the front of our list, we'd be talking about the election, or we'd be talking about relationships, or we'd be talking about uh, sexual identity issues, and, and the list goes on and on and yeah. on and on. And uh, what what I realize, what we realize is that we need kind of a clear biblical voice in, mm-hmm. in all of this, that the Scripture has a lot to say. Uh, Jesus's heart and Jesus's mind is actually very discoverable. It's not... It's not the mystery or the secret that we think that it is sometimes, mm-hmm. um, but we we don't know it. it you're not going to run into it in our culture. You know, no, there's not, not. going to be a song that reiterates the heart of Jesus. Right. And, you know, the newest TV show isn't going to do that kind of a thing. Certainly not on the internet anywhere. <laughs> so, so you have to take the time uh, if you if you want to have clarity, kind of in the chaos of life. You have to take the time and you have to go into God's Word to to do that. And as we look at this, we just said that that can be hard because there's all these mixed messages. When you when you get on your phone, you get on the internet. That's where most of our information is flowing through. Uh, you're going to find people who are on polar opposite sides of an issue <laughs> that are both screaming that they're right yep. and that the other person is wrong. And you're even going to find that with like biblical answers. You're going to find one guy that's going to say the Bible absolutely says this, and then you're going to find another guy that says the Bible absolutely says the other thing. So these mixed messages of morality, these mixed messages of value, yeah. uh, these mixed messages of life investment are flowing at us all the time. And we just said we we need to make sure that we have a place that the the normal person can go that kind of concisely gets to God's Word, gives us a logical, reasonable, clear answer to kind of the chaotic stuff around us, and and allows us to really respond the way that that Jesus would, to act like, think like, love like He would, uh, by hearing His heart and His mind. So that's the point of this podcast, is is we want to look and, and kind of create... Uh, a library, a set of content that you you guys can kind of scan through quickly and say, I need to know about that. And they talked about that last week, and I can jump onto it. Yeah, I love it. It's 
I'm personally looking forward to this resource because I know that these are conversations that they're not just happening on social media. They're not just happening out there. They're happening in our church circles. They're happening in our leadership conversations. We've been talking about that in our staff meetings. Like we have to spend time navigating all of this noise that's all around us. And how do we help create these messages? Well, why don't we start right here, like on a broad level, Jeff, like how do we start to cut through the noise of all these mixed messages? Well, you have to go to the source of truth, right? So as a Christian, if you're a follower of Christ, uh, this would be kind of the faith commitment you would have made. If you're not a follower of Christ yet, uh, then this will kind of explain how Christians think or are instructed to think. But as a Christian, I am instructed by Scripture that that I am to take my thoughts captive mm. And make them subject to Christ. So this comes out of Second Corinthians uh, chapter ten, verse five. Uh, the Apostle Paul is writing on behalf of God here, and he says, "We demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself against the knowledge of God, and we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ." Mm-hmm. And so the the when all these mixed messages are coming at us, the the great temptation is to allow something or someone or some view besides Jesus mm. to define what I believe about that, right? So we, we're going to have a, a flurry of opinions, and they're going to be based in uh, people's either biases or they're going to be based in their life experiences, what they wish were true, mm. right? So a lot of people look at the Bible and they, they go to the God's Word in order to prove themselves right or prove someone else wrong. That's not the point of the Scripture at all. Mm-hmm. The point of the Scripture is to make Jesus' heart and mind clear so that we yield to it. So when I have mm-hmm. a thought, when I have an opinion, when I have an idea, when I have a worldview, when I have a political perspective, when I have a bias— I bring all that, I take it captive, instead of just like running with that thought, I'm going to grab it, so to say, and I'm going to bring it back into God's Word, and I'm going to push it through God's Word. I'm going to make it captive or obedient to Mm -hmm. what God says, so that God's thoughts are my thoughts, right? So, we, like, we right now in our culture, we live in a groupthink world. That, that's what social media is. You know, and I like, I like social media. It's, it's got its pros and cons. But regardless of what you think about it, it's a groupthink world. And that's how you get momentum on social media. You get enough people liking or looking at or loving or whatever your, your, your tweets or snaps or whatever you're doing. And if you can get enough people to agree with you, the temptation is to look and say, well, if enough people agree with this idea, that idea becomes our truth, mm. our operating mm. system, right? And we would look and say, no, regardless of groupthink, if that groupthink is out outside the lines of who Christ is or the thinking, it's called the precepts of Christ, like the, the general thinking of Christ— then that thinking is incorrect, and Jesus' thinking is correct. Hmm. That's social media. Well, we get yeah. that in our peer groups. We get that our fam, our families would have groupthink. Absolutely right. Our cultural groups would have groupthink. Yep. And as a Christian, uh, we're called to rise above all of that. Grab that. It's not just an assumption that I run with, and I take it back into the Scripture. And instead of the the 
my thoughts informing the scripture, I found a verse that backed me up. The scripture informs my thoughts. I found a scripture that changed the way that I think, mm. right? Yeah. And I'm yielding to that. That's so good. And it, I, <laughs> I feel like it's such an easy struggle to fall into because we wouldn't hold opinions if we didn't think they're correct. Right. right. And so it's so easy to start to do that where you start to pull in bits of information that build you up as opposed to looking how you can be directed um, by Christ. Now, Jeff, does this mean that we have to be, like as we navigate our family and all these different groups and our social media or even our opinions, be it political or whatever, does that mean we have to be closed-minded to everything else if we're listening to Jesus, or how do we kind of navigate that? Yeah. So what I like to say is that we're single-minded, right? We're single-minded. So single-minded would say that by faith— I accept that there is a source of truth, and that, that is a leap for a lot of folks in our culture today, that that truth is not my truth, and truth is not your truth. Truth is God's truth. So what a Christian would believe, or we would be called to believe, is that there is a source of truth, and we would say that, that source of truth is the Bible, in particular the person of, of Jesus Christ, yeah. right, the God of the Bible. So I would look and say I'm single-minded with that, that I, I have a, a place that I call truth and that I build everything off of. Close-mindedness is different. Uh, for somebody to be close-minded is when I look at you and say, you have to act like me, mm. and you have to think like me, and you have to talk like me, and the words that I use have to mean the same thing that the words that you use. And you, if you step out of line with what I think or what I feel or what my opinion is, then you are wrong, and you are an enemy, and I am right, and I'm in a moral high place. Mm. That's closed-mindedness. And in our spirituality, that leads to legalism, in a cultural sense, that leads to mob rule, whatever the mob thinks, right? Yeah. So we would look back in history, and, and we would see all kinds of examples of mob rule that's gone crazy, yeah. right? The You, you go back to uh, the, the turn of the century, and you watched mob rule spark riots. You watched the Nazis were mob rule. They were, they were the populist group right. of the government before we even knew what they were doing with the Holocaust. You get into our own countries, mob rule was really what the Jim Crow laws were about and the, the hyper-racism. It's like the majority decided that, that people of color were inferior. That's, right. that's mob rule, right? That's a closed-mindedness. We all have to talk alike. We all have to think alike. We all have to believe alike. We all have to define things exactly the same way. A single-mindedness is looking and saying, there is a source of truth, and I want that truth to inform me, yeah. right? And so I, you can take it. I'll give you an example of this. I have a water bottle. You can hear it crunching here in my hands. So this water bottle like does a bunch of things, right? It holds water, and I can drink with it. I can water a plant with it. I could put a very small fire out with it. <laughs> <laughs> I could dump it over my head if I was running a race. I can use this water bottle in a bunch of different ways, but it is a water bottle. It's not a hammer, Yep. right? So if I try to drive it, it doesn't matter if I think it's a hammer or not. It's not going to drive a nail. It doesn't matter if 
15,000 people think it's a hammer. It's not a hammer. I'm, you can't drink a hammer, mm-hmm. right? So I can use this truth in a bunch of different ways. I can apply it different ways, but it is what it is, right? So single-mindedness says it is what it is, and we apply it differently. Closed-mindedness says it is what I say it is. It's a hammer. It's a water bottle. No, it's not. Everybody agrees with me that it's a hammer. Mm. And if you don't call it a hammer, you're wrong, and you don't fit with us anymore. That's a closed-mindedness, right? So in, in this whole process, I'm going to look and say, I'm not going to look to the group. I'm going to look to my God. And my God, my faith system would say, my God speaks to me primarily through the Bible, The Bible is a spiritual, alive book that God uses in my life, and I'm going to take the groupthink, and in groupthink, I'm going to add into that my own opinion, and I'm going to capture it, push it against what God says, and if God redefines that or changes that or pushes against me, so be it. But as a single-minded person, I'm always going to go back to God. It's the singular place mm-hmm. that I'm going to try to build my life off of. Jeff, I find that refreshing. <laughs> like, I, I don't I, – from my seat, I don't have to figure it all out. I don't have the pressure of always being correct. I don't have the pressure of navigating every opinion perfectly because I'm not the source of how life's actually going to work. And so if I have access <laughs> – to the truth, well, that, for me, that takes the pressure off. That means I just have to lean on it. Right. And that gets me, that gets me pretty excited. And, you're, and you want that. We don't always know that we want that, but we want that because I want to know that there's a loving, all-knowing, eternal God that speaks truth to me. Mm-hmm. The only time that I want humanity to be in charge of me is when I'm in charge of humanity. <laughs> Right, so I don't, I don't want other people telling me what to do. Now I'm open to telling them what to do. Sure, but when humanity is left unchecked by an eternal God, it always goes awry. Yeah, always, because all of our sin nature, all the corruption, the power—you know, ultimate power corrupts ultimately. All those kind of things plays out. Man, in, man's inhumanity to man—it all plays out because we left that singular source of of truth. Mm-hmm. So I actually don't want that. I want um, I want to know that there is universal law. Like I want murder to be universally bad, <laughs> right? Because if I don't want to be murdered, and I don't want a loved one to be murdered, yep. right? I want. Um, child pornography to be universally bad. I don't want that left up to an objective truth where somebody says, well, my truth says that's not bad. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Right? We want, so we want these things. The temptation is, and the the struggle is, I don't always want them in my life. I don't want to be restrained. I want the Bible to back me up. (laughs) And in the Christian faith, in the true Christian faith, we would look and say, that's not the way this works, that there is a God, I am not him, and that I make myself captive or obedient to who he is, and he forms my worldview, and he's a loving God and a giving God. He's not trying to control me or hurt me, 
but he is trying to steer me in ways that I probably wouldn't pick on my own. Sure. Now, maybe we have some folks watching this right now or listening right now that are thinking to themselves, Jeff, that sounds great. That sounds refreshing. I'm, I'm excited to see what God says about different life issues, but I have no idea where to start. Yeah. Like, I, 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 I don't feel like I know God's truth. Is there something I could ask for? Is there a way to get started? Is there a direction that I can start taking? And of course, that's one of the reasons we're starting this resource, but our podcast isn't even the answer. Yeah, right? Like, right. And so, um, you know, what would you tell someone? It's like, I think I'm with you, Jeff, but what do I do now? Yeah. Well, um, I was going to say, start listening to this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> um, that that genuinely is where we're trying, why we're doing this and trying to help with it. The other thing I would say is, is this. Number one, um, if you don't have a Bible and you've never interacted with one, you should grab one. Yep. And there's a, a version online as an app. There's a gazillion things that will get the Bible into your hands. Look at the NIV version or the ESV version. It was one of those two. And I would start by reading the book of John. Mm -hmm. In the book of John, you get to know Jesus well, because you're going to find that Jesus is always uh, one way or another at the center of of all these conversations. So start getting to know Jesus a little bit. And uh, most people, when they think about Jesus, think about him as irrelevant. Uh, he's, He's a religion that's out there. He's an icon hanging in a building somewhere. Or they think about him as childish. Uh, Jesus is a, a, a children's charm. Like he mm. plays soccer with little kids and you pray to him at night when you're scared. Or they think of Jesus as um, kind of hateful and bigoted. Uh, he, he doesn't like gay people or uh, he's an excuse for the KKK, you know, kind of a thing. And, and we... Even Jesus, we often have formed our views from him from the crowd. Yep. We crowdsource our knowledge about Jesus. And I would look and say any presentation of Jesus that is absent of the Scripture is a man version of him, right? So push past that. You know, those are kind of the popular perceptions of him right now. Push past that and find out. I dare you to find out for yourself. Yep. You know, double dog dare you to do that. So, an NIV version or an ESV version. Read the Book of John and and read it through. Um, read it through once just to see what's in it. Read it through again and ask yourself, what is Jesus like? Like, what's his personality? And then, if you really want to go nuts on it, read it a third time and say, what What's he asking of me? What would it mean to follow Jesus? So that's a, a basic place. A good church, a good church that teaches the Bible and is is loving and honest with people. A good group. Maybe you have a a, a friend that's a Christ follower and you respect them, mm-hmm. and you respect the the authenticity of their uh, their interaction with God and their spirituality. Lean into them a little bit, but you have to start searching. We talked about this when we started. Like you're not. You're not gonna bump into this. No. Like this is it. It's like a. It's like losing weight. You're not just gonna do it. <laughs> you you have to change behavior. I believe you. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, at least I. I'm the same way. Like I have to change my eating habits. I have to go to the gym. 
I, I can't just keep doing what I've been doing and have a change. I have to change what I'm doing. And so if you're searching for God, by the way, let me say this, God loves that. Yep. Uh, he, he wants to know you, and he wants you to know him. He loves that. So when you're searching for God, you're searching for a God who wants to be found, and we believe strongly that the place that he's most clearly found is in the Bible. And so the the... The book of John, it's, it's in, the, in the very beginning of the second half of the Bible, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and then John, second half of the Bible, will be on the table of contents, or, or you can just search it online. Um, start there and get to know him a little bit. Yeah, I love it. Jeff, that, I, I love that that's the heartbeat of this podcast, that it's not simply here's one more thing to listen to. It's certainly in the context of even the title. It's not just one more message to add to all of your information. It's a way for us to take a moment and pause and get single-minded on yep. that scripture. Yep. And just like today, you help us break down that understanding of what it means to take those thoughts captive and move forward. I'm excited that we can navigate a lot of today's questions by looking at the scripture and finding that single-minded thought through Christ. So we're going we're gonna to be doing this, right? And we, we want to continue to navigate the questions and the messages and the, the confusions that are out there right now in our culture by going to the scriptures together. So thanks, Jeff, for sparking this resource. I know I'm excited to see where this continues to go. I'm looking forward to having that refreshment uh, in my life every week. And I want to make sure that you guys know that this exists and is for you. So one of the things that you might want to do this week is to actually jump online and check out bath.gracechurches.org slash mixed messages. And on there, you'll find a form where you can actually submit questions that can be used for this very podcast. Yeah. We want to make sure that we're answering questions that are actually being asked by the people uh, that are navigating this. And it's going to be an absolutely wonderful thing. We want to hear from you. And so make sure that you subscribe or follow uh, or jump online and be with us as these podcasts keep coming out. We can't wait to do that. And of course, as Jeff mentioned, jump in and find a good church. Of course, if you're in the Akron area, we'd love for you to stop by any of our weekend services each and every weekend. And wherever you're at, you can always join us online for our services as well. We have teams available through all our direct messages. Reach out to them if we can help you in any way. And of course, you can jump right back here next week with our next episode of Mixed Messages. Thanks for jumping in with us today on our very first one. Thank you, Jeff, for, for sharing with us and kicking this off. And uh, I look forward to continuing to seek God's voice with all of you as we navigate all of these mixed messages. All right, guys, we'll see you next time.